Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Welcome to XPM, the only daily leadership podcast dedicated to improving your executive presence. This is season 11, and if you've been listening along so far, you've learned quite a bit in our program, sort of like a college introductory program, about what executive presence is, why it's important, and how to get it. And we've been going over in the how to get it portion, what I like to call six degrees of executive presence. These are states of being not behaviors. They, they lead to behaviors. They lead into and align with behaviors, but their presence, their states of being that lead people to believe or feel that you have the ability to get things done. In other words, that you have executive presence in a particular situation. So we've gone through five of the six already. We've gone through proactive, resolute, equanimity, stillness, And last time we went through engaged, and today we come to the sixth of the six degrees in no particular order, confidence. Now, confidence is the one that seems the most obvious. In fact, if you were just going to pick one without knowing about this, you probably would pick confidence. And I just want to say that none of these six degrees are more important than others. They're not always in action at the same time. It's just that it's usually one of these or a few of these are necessary in a given moment. And if you have that type of presence, that's really going to help you with executive presence. And the interesting thing about confidence is it's actually in my definition of executive presence, which is the ability to inspire confidence that you can lead well in a given situation. So it seems pretty straightforward, that you need confidence in order to inspire confidence, right? If you don't believe that it's possible, then it becomes very difficult, if not impossible, to convince others to believe. And in this case, the belief is that, you know, you're going to lead well in what's going on. Confidence is a bit of a tricky word in terms of what that really means. People Uh, can argue about what it really is and and have misunderstandings based on that. So I want to share with you the definition that I always like to use for confidence, not because it's the best or only definition, just because I enjoy it, and let's settle on one definition. This definition comes from an amazing book called The Confidence Code by Caddy Kay and Claire Shipman uh, that I read a few years ago, and I just fell in love with this definition as soon as I read it, and I've been using it ever since. So their definition of confidence is confidence is the purity of action produced by a mind free of doubt. One more time. Confidence is the purity of action produced by a mind free of doubt. I just love that definition, right? I can just picture in my mind someone just doing something so gracefully and without any hesitation 
and just knowing very confidently that what they're doing is more likely to be successful than not, whether it's a physical or athletic endeavor, whether it's a relational, conversational endeavor, they just know what to do and they go for it and they do it. And that is very compelling from a presence perspective, to feel that emanating from someone, that there is no doubt in their mind, there is no hesitation, is very powerful in my having confidence in them. A couple nuances here. Just because I feel someone has confidence doesn't mean that they necessarily do have confidence. So really the key is that I feel that they have confidence. Of course, it works better if the person actually does have confidence. But uh, I share this nuance because sometimes we fool ourselves into thinking that someone is more confident than they are based on looks, based on position or title, based on um, past performance, or maybe even like lineage, right? Like their father uh, was a really great athlete or CEO. So of course, they must know what they're doing. Another nuance about confidence is that it doesn't mean you're always going to be right or succeed, right? Confidence is not the same as competence. Confidence is not the same as results. You can have great confidence in something and do it without doubt, but still be doing the totally wrong thing. You can be confident in a way that inspires people's confidence in your ability to succeed, but actually be taking actions that are totally wrong and are going to lead to disastrous results. When we talk about executive presence, I mean, obviously the ultimate goal is to be successful, but there's a difference between having executive presence and people believing in you and the actual result. Because the result can often be out of your control and other things can happen. It starts to get complicated. The area that you have a lot more direct control over is how people respond to you in terms of the way you show up, in the terms of the way you present yourself, and the confidence that you deliver. So I would love to hear from you. Who is your role model for outsized confidence, real or imaginary. And by imaginary, I mean like it could be a character, not like they're imagining they have confidence. Um, would love to hear from you. Please let us know via voice message or send an email to joe at connectioncounselor.com. And today, I would like you to consider what is the prep work you would need to do to gain just an ounce of confidence in something that you're doing where other people, you want them to have a positive response to that confidence. What is one little thing you can do to start to have purity of action and a mind free of doubt? I'm Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and thanks for listening to XPM. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode brought to you by our sponsor. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Isn't it amazing how time flies sometimes when you're having fun? And I've been having so much fun in Season 11, taking you through this 101 introductory type format for Executive Presence. We've covered a lot of ground already. So by this point, you know why Executive Presence really sets the career for, uh, sets the ceiling for your career success. You know uh, a working definition of it and how it works. And you know six degrees of Executive Presence, which are Uh, ways that you can generate more executive presence. So now that you have all that in a nice, beautiful little package, how do you actually get those results? Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty executive presence morsel.